This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey there, welcome back to Real Presence Live. We've got Brad Gray and Janine Bitson here at the... Uh the helm, I guess. I don't know. Uh, on the other end of the mic, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's all all uh, God filtering through us, yeah. which is just yeah. so incredibly humbling. It's so beautiful. And you know, uh, you know, our first three guests and how wonderful. It's just such a special day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the the second apparition at Fatima today, uh, the feast of. St. Anthony yeah. of Padua. Yeah, like I was saying to you earlier, it's a good day to lose something. And yeah, well, <laughs> you should let, be able to find it. <laughs> let's just find those lost souls. And then our next guest actually told us about another special yes. part of today, which just helps to just segue from our last guest and Father Brian Gross in the yeah. Eucharistic revival. Uh, so, welcome, Father Andrew. Can you tell us what that third thing is today? Well, you bet. Yeah, so we are celebrating, um, as well, the most significant message that was given um, from heaven to us on earth since our blessed Lord ascended into heaven Mm. and helped prepare the Church through our Mother Mary for Pentecost. And that is the peace plan from heaven that was given to us at Fatima. And there have been six messages, six appearances, of our Blessed Mother Mary for humanity to help guide us in our times. And though we've had other Marian apparitions that have been approved by the Church the last 125 years, roughly 110, this is the most significant moment um, in the last roughly, well, almost 2,000 years. And the we have Guadalupe, which has been very significant, Lourdes, um, <clears throat> there have been some wonderful, wonderful uh, Marian apparitions through the years. But what makes this so significant is that it's still being played out 100 years later to bring peace in our time, a time that is in great need. Mm-hmm. And Brad, as you were mentioning how today is the Feast of St. Anthony of Padua, and it would be great to lose something. <laughs> well, the thing that I'm praying to lose more than anything else is that today could potentially be the first day that the Supreme Court chooses mm to remove Insanity. Roe v. Wade, yes. to have it lost, and that our state in North Dakota would become abortion-free. Mm-hmm. And um, I think there's 12 others in the United States who would have laws that would be enacted to, to bring that forth as well. Mm. So there's a lot we need to be praying for. And really, you know, heaven, our good Lord, is outside of space and time in the eternal now, and He sees everything in the eternal present. So... Knowing our time and our need, giving to us this great gift of Fatima, in 1916, three times, the Angel of Peace appeared to little Fatima uh, shepherd children, Lucia, Francesco, and Jacinta, preparing them for the next year with the Marian apparitions. The first began May 13th, and Our Lady asked for a very special uh, request to end war, and that was to pray the rosary every day. And she asked that same request at each of the six apparitions, the only request that was repeated. And so in June 13th, which is our anniversary today of the second apparition, she was asking for us to continue to pray the rosary for peace. And when she appeared to the the children, 
she let them know that she would continue to be appearing on the 13th of the month. And she asked them, repeating what the angel had prepared for them the year before, that are they willing to offer up different sufferings and sacrifices to make reparation for the sins that are offending God. And these little children were so eager and so willing to do all that they could to love God and to console Him. And they saw from our Blessed Mother Mary her heart enthroned with thorns. And they saw the grief as a spiritual mother for all of us, seeing the evil in the world at that time, wanting to assist in any way they could to help. And I think in the last hundred years, the um, situation of our world has not gotten any better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we need intercessors today before the throne of God. I know so many are praying for the end of Roe v. Wade. So many are, are already very connected, knowing about the Fatima message. I encourage our listeners, um, <clears throat> for those that already are praying the rosary every day, fantastic. Keep it up. If you can do one, perhaps consider two. And uh, for any that are not yet aware of the message of Our Lady of Fatima, I highly recommend learning Father Andrew Apostoli has a wonderful book out on the Fatima message, and it's just, it's a real critical piece for our time because this this message of today on the June thirteenth was preparing for us as um, our Mother Mary had pointed out that Jesus is wanting to establish in the world devotion to Mary's Immaculate Heart. Her exact words, he wants to establish in the world devotion to my immaculate heart. So those who accept this, I promise them the salvation of their souls, and they will be loved by God like flowers, placed by me to adorn his throne. Wow. That's mm-hmm. quite a profound statement. Mm-hmm. And the reason that devotion to Mary has been so increasing in these last 100-plus years is because God is using our Mother Mary, as He did, to bring forth Jesus. He continues to bring forth grace. The Church calls that Mary the Mediatrix of grace. She's the stream through which God's graces flow, because she is the most humble of all of God's creatures. And God is preparing to use her to crush the head of that creature that is the most prideful, in other Mm -hmm. words, Satan, because it gives God more honor and glory. And so the next apparition series that occurred a month from now was the most significant of all, on the July 13th, when <clears throat> our Mother Mary pointed out to us that we are preparing for the triumph of her Immaculate Heart and for an era of peace to be given to the world, and that she would be asking for, in time, the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart. And as we all know, just a few months ago, Pope Francis so beautifully uh, invited the bishops of the world uh, to unite with him to pray, repeating from 1984 and on March uh, 25th what Pope John Paul the Great had done um, with the Marian consecration then. And this time it was specifically designed for Russia. Hmm. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and as the consecration um, has been definitively uh, done, there have been tremendous graces that are being poured out upon the world. And what the theologians have pointed out, the significance of the triumph of Mary's heart, is that we're preparing for a new era, an era of the Holy Spirit. Pope John Paul prayed five times in his pontificate for a new and a second Pentecost, 
to be given to the world. And that's how he envisioned the new springtime, the new evangelization, the power of the Holy Spirit given to us through the Mother of God uh, 2,000 years ago with the conception of Jesus um, in her womb. We are still waiting for these graces, and evil will have no ability to stop them. So we are in a very profound and exciting moment of time to be alive. What a privilege Mm -hmm. to be alive, and I know people sometimes see this time as difficult, and we are. There are moments, but the beautiful grace that is all around us, and the good Lord is just preparing so many wonderful things. So it's really a time of great hope, of great joy. And that's why it is known as her peace plan from heaven, because it brings great peace. In fact, Sister Lucia, when she was a little girl um, in the June 13th apparition that we're celebrating today, you know, she was really disheveled because her mom didn't really believe that Mary was appearing. The other children, Lucia, um, her cousins, Vicente Francesco, their parents believed immediately. And so poor little Lucia, it was really a suffering because her mom questioned everything. Mm-hmm. And when Mary appeared the next month to console Lucia, she let her know something so beautiful. She pointed out to her, she said, Are you suffering a great deal? Do not lose heart. I will never forsake you. My immaculate heart will be your refuge and the way that will lead you to God. And I think that's a message for all of us today, too. And the reason why I believe that God wants us to have devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, is because through her heart, we most perfectly encounter the heart of God. We encounter the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit so profoundly, because one of the great Marian saints, uh, Louis de Montfort, had pointed out that God takes greater delight in being made present in the womb of Our Lady, preparing to give to us Jesus, than even dwelling in the highest of all heavens. Hmm. That was terrestrial paradise for the Most Holy Trinity, dwelling in Mary's soul. And each of us, in the moment of our baptism, we become a receptacle, a a vessel of God. And, you know, we just celebrated Holy Trinity Sunday last weekend. And what a privilege it is to comprehend that the essence of God is love. And every person, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the three persons of our triune God, how much they love us. And the more we unite in love to their love, the more we are filled. And the fruit of that love is joy. And that is the hallmark of being a Christian, Mm. is to be full of joy. And the fruit of joy is peace. And that is supposedly the greatest commodity sought after on earth today. That's right. Mm -hmm. And it's a peace that only God can give. Right. And as we grow in our love, our joy and our peace with God, it forms us with our neighbor of patience, kindness, generosity, self-control, these wonderful fruits of the Holy Spirit. And that is really part and parcel of why heaven continues to speak to us on earth today. It's letting us know that we're not alone, that God truly does love us and care. And He cares enough because He sends us His beautiful mother. I mean, the, the message and bond of a mother to a child is the most profound that we know of in our human comprehension of relationship. It is the, the strongest bond on earth, a mom and a kid, a mother to son and daughter. And so God often will use Mary as an icon to show His tenderness is love. It's kind of hard sometimes for us to comprehend that God, you know, that our Father could could have that degree of tenderness, love, compassion, but He does. Mm. And so Mary is simply a vessel. You know, her last words in Scripture 
uh, wedding feast at Keen and do whatever he tells you. She always is leading us to Jesus, and Jesus' message is to lead us to the Father, and all in the power of the Holy Spirit. And the devotion to Our Lady leads us as well to further devotion to Jesus in the Eucharist, and we're preparing for this great Eucharistic revival. Yes. We're preparing for this glorious outpouring of grace for the Church, deepening our our core beliefs of who we are, what we what we believe, and growing in the sacraments, especially the most blessed of the sacraments, the Eucharist. So it's a, what an amazing moment of time for us. It is, yes, to, Father, to be that's given awesome. these, these privileges. Wow. I'm so grateful. I'm so eager. Yeah. We're having Eucharistic processions at each one of our Masses this next weekend. Great. Celebrate. Father, we we have to take a quick break, but this is just potent. It's I uh, love it. So, um, it's so can, hold on, break. <laughs> we're going to be back uh, after just a moment with uh, more of this just power. I mean, it is is the divine power coming coming forth right now. So, uh, stay with us. We'll be back with uh, more real presence live right after this. Stay with us. There's more real presence live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central here on Real Presence Radio Network. So recently, my wife, Kristen, she had transitioned from being a Lutheran to a Catholic. She learned so much through the RCIA process and learning from family and friends what it means to be a Catholic. But it's really through Real Presence Radio that she's really picked up what the Catholicity is and what it really means to be a Catholic Uh, what our Catholic social teaching teaches us, what our Catholic identity is. And uh, it's just so heartwarming to see her grow in her faith each and every day and uh, learning more and wanting to know more about what it means to be a Catholic and how she can go out and take this faith and this grace that's been given to her and share it with others. I have a friend who is Methodist and her husband is Catholic, and my friend often listens to Real Presence Radio coming to and from work so that she can better understand her husband's faith. She said she often surprises him with facts that she's learned um, that he was not even aware of. Did you know you can listen to all your favorite local shows like Awaken and Real Presence Live on any podcast platform such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Amazon Music? Just search for Real Presence Radio on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes in the future. And don't forget to give us a good rating so others can discover the shows. Listen to your favorite RPR shows anytime, anywhere by subscribing on any podcast platform. Just search for Real Presence Radio today. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. My name is Janine Bitson, and I'm joined by Brad Gray. And we are just having the most beautiful conversation with Father Peter Andrel about today, the being the second vision of Fatima. And Father, when we were on break, you were talking about, you know... 
just how this helps and what this hope to come. Can you just share with our audience about the hope that we have uh, in not the too far distant future? <laughs> well, and you know, I think one of the great gifts of, of our faith is, is that we realize that we're not alone. And, you know, there's a famous saying in Latin, and it comes from the Franciscans, so St. Anthony knew it well. Uh, St. Francis, St. Bonaventure, it's called bonum diffisui est, which means the good diffuses of itself. And the philosophers of old always saw God as one, true, good, and beautiful. And we know 1 John 4, 6 points out to us so clearly that God is love. And so when we love, we just wish to pour that love out. And we're so happy when we're able to love. You know, it's such an incredible experience when we're able to reach out and, and we're designed for communion, and it's to let us know that we're not alone. God is love, and He loves us, and He loves us unconditionally. And everyone is made uniquely. That's why the, the, the horror of abortion is so, so, so radically evil in our world, and the sooner that we can remove that scourge from the face of the earth, the better. And in the midst of our own daily experience, it's so important that we realize God is with us. That is just a, a fundamental truth. He only wants our very, very best. And that is why through these centuries, when moments are of need, He reaches out to us in these extraordinary ways. And for our time, it is the message of Our Lady of Fatima, her mm-hmm. peace plan from heaven. And the six messages that were given, in fact, is what they were leading up to on October 13th, and I had the privilege of being in Fatima, for the 100th anniversary mm. of the actual miracle of the sun. We had wow. mass, cardinals, bishops, and, and the humbling thing is a number of our, our group, we had a, a diocesan pilgrimage, they actually experienced there the miracle of the sun. We had a number of people that actually saw wow. the miracle of the sun 100 years to the very day. And it was the most profound miracle, uh, theologians point out, since Pentecost. Mm. Uh, Seventy to 80,000 people were immediately... Um, dried from the, the torrential rains. They saw the sun spinning in the sky, thought it was the end of the world. Atheists, Masons, you name it, were converting on the spot. And the uh, social phenomenon in the sky as well, the peace that was being offered as, as Jesus was blessing the world. And the culmination of, of what the messages were, were, were mentioning, there were many healings that were given directly of the uh, numbers that were, were present. And one of, my, one of my favorite little asides is that the people had all brought their rosaries, they placed them together, you know, hundred, oh, several tens of thousands, and the, the visionaries all were able to unravel them, give them exactly to their owner, having not ever met them before. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. It was a very profound day, and it's a very profound message. And the message is peace. And it's letting us know that this Many of us always known as war, always known as suffering. We've known um, the sad fruits of what communism has brought and the, the, the spreading of communism that, that Mary had warned about in Fatima. The number one spread was abortion, the murder of the innocent, and just the totalitarian regime that basically denies God. To live in a world as if God does not exist. Yeah. And this evil is coming to an end. But we need God for this. And so the more we can keep uniting in our prayer and in our hope and our surety 
that we have a God who honors and keeps His promises, a Father who keeps His promises. Yes. These wonderful gifts are coming, and we're already beginning to see them. I mean, from the moment of the consecration that was done by Pope Francis in a definitive way, we are now preparing for the conversion of Russia. And as Russia is converted, other nations around the world will follow suit, and you will find the godless ideologies removed. So it's just a really amazing moment of time for us. Yeah. Yeah. Father, I'm curious. Um, so we only have a couple of minutes left here, but, uh, you know, Sister Lucia, the, the last remaining visionary from the, the three children, uh, was you know, famously wrote to a cardinal that at the end, the last battle would be over marriage in the family. Um, yeah. And certainly we're, we're feeling that right now. now. We only have a couple of minutes, but I would love to have you talk about how we as families – uh, you know, how we can take in this, this message of Fatima, how we can combat the attack that's going on in the family and, you know, throughout our world. I met with um, Sister Lucia's postulator when I was over in Fatima, and she showed me the letter to Colonel Carafa from 1981 regarding exactly what you had said. And her understanding that she was given by God regarding the attack on the marriage is that um, the domestic church, the marriage, the family— is the, the critical piece of our society for, for building up God's kingdom on earth. And because it is so sacred, that is the number one attack that Satan has, because if you affect the family, you affect vocations, priesthood, religious life. You affect the family, you diminish the role of the father. And if you don't have a father watching over and protecting and guiding and offering guidance to a family, I mean, it is said that if a father does not attend church, 98% of the children growing up will not attend church either. Mm-hmm. That's the, the power of the role of the Father. So Sister Lucia realized the critical assistance that God is wanting to give to the family is first and foremost praying the rosary as a family together. The family that prays together stays together mm-hmm. to make time every day in the family, to have a family meal as best as possible, to have time to pray together as a family. I cannot tell you the power that that brings of peace and unity in a family life, but also going deeper with the sacraments, wearing the scapular, making monthly confession, time to pray, repentance of sins through through the gifts of, of God's forgiveness, and above all, growing in our spiritual life, good spiritual reading, the scriptures, lives of the saints, and other wonderful spiritual um, opportunities available through the different uh, incredible heritage that has been given to us these last 2,000 years. Yes. To be inspired, we need to be inspired, and that's what God is wanting to do. He's wanting to lift us, lift our hearts, lift up your hearts like we pray at Mass, yes. to Him, and let Him keep raising us above, so that no matter what may come our way, we do not lose our peace. I think that's one Amen. of Satan's great goals, is to pull peace out of our soul, to be discouraged or distraught by what we see around us. And God fortifies us, that it just it's like water hitting a duck's back. Yes. It just does not yes. affect us anymore. Yeah. Father, and that's, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, you and you that nailed is it. what we need in our world today. Yeah. We need to be fortified yeah. so that no matter what we find or encounter, it just does not phase us. We are confident in God's divine life living in ours, and greater is He who is in us than He who is in the world. Amen. Thank you, Father. That is that is awesome. <laughs> That's a great way to wow. end this yeah. segment for sure. Yes, we Father, so it's grateful. been just a blessing having you on. We uh, sadly that we've run out of time, but just thank you so much for sharing the message of Fatima and, and the way that Our Lady is continuing to work right now. 
It is my honor, and we'll continue our prayers together. God bless you all in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Father. We have to hand it over now to hear about what's coming up next time around on Real Presence Live. On the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, our hosts are Mark Hallcraft and Teresa Curley in the Fargo studio. They'll have on Jody Clems to talk about finding healing after an abortion and Bishop John Quinn from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, to talk about what's next for him. All that and much more are coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a, wasn't that amazing, Janine? It, it is always, it's, it's always leaves me speechless by the end of a show that you and I do and every other Real yeah. Presence Radio, but yeah. how, you know, just being in these chairs yeah. and knowing the talking points and the guests we have and then how the Holy Spirit just segues and brings all this yeah. incredible, uh, how he unpacks it. And it's not you or I, Brad. No, no. I mean, it's like you can feel it too. Oh, it's, totally. I mean, I, I just—I was sitting here thinking how privileged it is to just get be evangelized like this. Oh, you know, it, every time we're we're on, it's just like, holy smokes, this it, is what a gift. It, and in all seriousness, it's like when I'm praying about the show today, you know, and I'm just thinking about the world and its lack of mercy for each other, Mm -hmm. you know, the lack Mm -hmm. of charity that is going on, you know, the tribalism, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's intense, it's intense, but yet (laughs) it's just like in two hours, we just had, had God telling us, but don't worry. Yeah. You know, our hope is in the Lord. You know, he hope does not disappoint like the reading yesterday. I mean, it's just like, there's just so much beauty. Yeah, it's funny uh, as you're talking. I was thinking about how the the kind of the tribalism, the evil, the, all of the things we see around us isn't the story. It's a footnote in yeah. the story. We get to actually tune in to what the story is uh, right. every day here on Real Presence Radio. So what a blessing! And, and just no matter what happens, it's like God's in control and yeah. He's taking care of us, and He is not going to let go of us yes. no matter what. And but we can't let go of Him. Right. Let's right? let's end by giving Him glory. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to the Father, Father the and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, and ever shall be, world without end. end. Amen. God bless you all. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.